Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into comic book movies, blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Devon. And today, we are going to be reviewing episode two of Midnight, which is titled Summon the Suit. Summon the Suit. Summon the Suit, Devin, right now. I want you to summon the suit. Absolutely. What would mine would look like? A tuxedo t-shirt? <laughs> a <tux laughs> Casual. Mine would probably be something dealing with like sweats or, you know, <laughs> just look like a, a ghost on Halloween or something like that. But uh, as I mentioned before, we are going to be reviewing episode two of Moon Knight, second week. Man, oh man, we're, we're halfway through what I've already watched, but rewatching these have has been a treat just because there's a few things that I've noticed, especially in this episode that definitely pay off um, later on, uh, so to speak. But before we begin today's episode here on the show, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google podcasts, audible, and many, many more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we will love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at FilmOptics, that is optics with an X, or email us at FilmOptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. So, Devin, how's your week been? Happy hump day, my guy. We're halfway through the week. Yeah, we're getting through. Yeah. Today's a, today a bit of a rough one, but it's over now. Just got to power through, get that suit on. <laughs> Summon the suit, Devin. Summon the suit. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. Um, it's been, yeah, it's it's been a pretty uh pretty uh rough, tough day. This whole week between yesterday and today it was just been pretty uh pretty long. But hey, you know, um as of this recording, uh this will be out on a Thursday, so we'll almost be done with the week. So it's kinda cool, you know, where I feel like April's flying by. This is crazy. And it's only April sixth as of this recording. And I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I feel like we're already halfway through April, but I mean, hey, maybe Doctor Strange uh, tickets came out today. So Devin and I have officially secured ours. So that's very, very exciting. Um, had Do you have any issues with that through the AMC today or did you kind of just roll out of bed, click clack and then you're done? Well, I just did it like a half hour ago and I was, was having issues. I had to reload. Yeah, I, I was having issues all through pretty much all through the day. Um, I had to cancel one of my AMC um, reserves so I can make room for, um, you know, Doctor Strange. I mean, it kind of sucks, but, you know, you, you kind of need to at least sacrifice one spot, <laughs> depending on what you're seeing that weekend. Uh, but for the longest time, I, I sh it showed that I canceled it. And usually within like, I don't know, two to three minutes, uh, you get that reservation back. Um, took a lot longer this time around. I had to keep like refreshing. Then I updated the app refreshed again and then it closed out for a bit and then maybe like an hour ago is when my uh, my third ticket like finally came back to me and I was able to use that for um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness uh, are you seeing it in Dolby, IMAX, Standard? I wish <laughs> I keep forgetting I literally keep forgetting man oh man I'm, I'm seeing it um, I'm seeing it in Dolby I, feel, I wanted to go the Dolby route just because I mean, I love IMAX, but I like the Dolby seats so much better. Like that is that is the number one seller for me. I mean, 
Dolby is it's fantastic in and of itself, like you know, with the sound and whatnot. And the picture, I honestly think it's I can't remember if the picture on Dolby is a higher res than IMAX. Somewhere I read that it was, but I would have to double check that information. It's it's really weird, but I don't get me wrong. I love IMAX screen, but I, I don't like the seating in my theater. So I'm just gonna have to forego the IMAX and go across the way over to the Dolby Theater. But Devin. Oh, Devin, are you ready to uh, summon the suit and uh, get into this episode of Moon Knight that we have uh, ready for all of our dear listeners out there? Oh, yes, Stephen. <laughs> all right, Mark. <laughs> all right, late is gators. We're about to go late into it. Late is gators. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after this introduction to Moon Knight episode two. Losing it. We'll catch you on. You're bloody useless. Stevie. Stephen. I can't tell the difference between my and dreams. Alright, and we are back with our Moon Knight episode two. If you haven't listened to our episode one review. What are you doing? Go walk to go listen to it. Then come back, listen to this episode. You know, it's it's all the same. You know, we're going through this every single week as we have with every Marvel show so far, which is crazy to think about. Um, I in a way, as I've always mentioned, like I kind of like I kind of like how it's only six weeks because it's not super long. So it doesn't bleed into other things that we want to cover. But at the same time, I wish it was just like a smidge bit longer between uh, each series here, but um, as we mentioned in our episode one review, uh, the creator of this is Doug Moenick and stars uh, Oscar Isaac, Ethan Hawke, May Callumway, and many, many more. And the synopsis is always as followed: a former U.S. Marine struggling with a disassociative identity order is granted the powers of an Egyptian moon god, but he soon finds out that his newfound powers can be both a blessing and a curse to his troubled life. So, Devin, we're just going to dive straight on in, get into our initial reactions of Moon Knight Episode 2, titled Summon the Suit. So, lay it on me, man. Tell me what you thought about this, because this is your technically your first time watching it. This is my second time. So, lay it on me. Yeah, I thought this was another great episode, another great entry into the, the Stephen Grant Moon Knight run i guess you can call it because he's still hanging on for now or at least until the end of this episode he's hanging on for dear life his uh his identity i do like how they kind of showed him turning in his his like name tag to his boss kind of symbolizing a possible exchange of identities as well in the in the series but yeah i thought this this episode was a lot like i thought it was a lot funnier i thought there was like a few good jokes in there like when uh when Stephen grant takes over and gets a suit there's some there's some funny moments there gets to see some more ethan hawk he's great as always he just keeps being sinister put on words there but, um, <laughs> yeah uh it's always the year of ethan hawk he's just always he's always around it. always flying about we got another suit reveal which was unexpected but great i'm, I'm liking all of the suits we've seen so far and i'm liking the cgi we've seen unlike some people we know. 
So for for those who don't know, actually, I don't think anyone out there would know. Uh, our group of friends from back home, um, they they are not a fan of the uh, the CGI of Moon Knight, calling it CW level yeah, bad. Yeah, that was just like absurd thing to say because nothing is that bad. I was. I was floored. I was like, excuse me. This is, I mean, hey, if, if you don't like the CGI, you don't like the CGI. That's fine. You know, it's not everyone's cup of tea, but I cannot sit here and accept that Marvel Studios CGI is as bad as the CW. That really just blew my mind. Yeah, it was painful. Very, very painful. And like I said, you know, to ease around, that's totally fine. But, um, yeah, that that's that's just crazy talk. I, I don't know what they're talking about there. But uh, for my initial reaction, um, again, you know, this is my second time watching it. Uh, second time watching with, I guess you can see everyone else. Um, in a way, I kind of wish I would have just watched it, you know, week to week. But, you know, I, I, I was given the opportunity. I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, obviously, you know, this is another home run episode. I feel like this, this story has, you know, since we're only going through six episodes, you know, we're, we're a quarter of the way there as of right now. And we've already learned so much, you know, we get a little bit more expedition between the relationship um, between Mark, Steven and uh, Kanju, uh, which is the moon God. And of course uh, more of the relationship or digging into uh, the relationship and the inner workings of of uh, technically Mark and Steven's life, you know, we, we, we were introduced to some new characters. Um, so it was, uh, May Cal, uh, Calamoy. She, uh, joins the fold, uh, for this episode and she is fantastic. I, I think she is a wonderful, wonderful addition. And this is, you know, coming from, you know, episode two mo- moving forward. Um, I really like her chemistry, um, with Oscar Isaac and it, you know, it's, it, it, I mean, you know, the Cockney accent, there's, there's, there's all, there's one thing that kind of not bugs me, but something that I noticed, uh, with May's character. And we'll get into that when we get into spoilers. Uh, but it was, um, just, just something a little weird. It doesn't really take me out of it, but so it's, it's more of a, uh, of a Wanda Maximoff issue. If you're picking up what I'm putting down, Devin. So it's there, there's that, but overall, I've, I, I really just love this episode. You know, it's, you know, it, it kind it gives you, you know, the bread crumbs are starting to, you know, crumble and you're starting to understand certain things and certain aspects. And in a way, you know, you start to feel bad for um, Steven even more in a way, but it's everyone in the show is just very relatable. I mean, even with Ethan Hawke's character, he's very relatable. And we see that, um, I think that's a really great sign of all villains. You know, th- there's always going to be the hero that's going to try to swoop in and do the right thing as, you know, um, Stephen has tried, you know, to battle with his inner demons and learning about this, um, you know, other side of him, this other personality, um, as well as uh, Kanju. But when it comes to the villains it really like ethan hawk's character seems so layered and it's you know he's he's super friendly one minute and then he just he's like cutthroat the next it's crazy and, and through episode two we still don't know who who exactly to trust because we got 
We got his character telling us that he was the avatar for Kanshu prior and that he escaped him or whatever in, in Kanshu's bad news. And then we got Mark Spector, who is currently worshipping Kanshu. We don't really know too much about him. We've only seen him a couple times. We don't know if we can trust him yet. I've seen some people relate to him as almost Venom-like because of the voice but I don't really see that. I saw it. I the voice the voice is something that I've kind of been questioning these first two episodes. It seems like it's more of a sillier voice than what I would have gone with. Like I would have gone with a more like sinister, like kind of kind of scary voice for him, just because that's what he looks like. He just looks like this hulking skeleton creature. And they kind of went with like a silly, darker voice, kind of like Venom. Hmm. I, I can see that aspect of it, and I kind of wish it wasn't that like, like that, but I'm just getting used to it, I guess. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely agree. I, I wonder if that is more of like you know they're trying to appeal to more audiences. Obviously, I would say this, this is probably the most, um, this is probably the most mature Marvel uh, MCU series we've had so far. I feel like, I mean, yeah, I, I, I would say so. Just, just because of the tone and it's, it is, it is separate. Um, and it's just, it just, the stakes seem very, very high. Like, I mean, I feel like, you know, obviously any child can enjoy this, but there might be a few scares because there was a lot of jump scares within this, um, within this episode or just, you know, that, that eerie feeling and whatnot. But, um, Definitely, I I really just love how everything's kind of coming together. You know, Oscar Isaac with Stephen Grant, he's kind of freaking out after what happened in last week's episode, and you know he loses his job, and that really really sucks. And you you feel you feel for him, and then he's kind of just thrown into the middle of this not great war, but the, just this this conflict between people he's never even met in his entire life, and. He runs into May, or excuse me, uh, Layla, played by May Kamalay, and it's uh, it, things are starting to unfold. And definitely, as the uh, series goes on, it, it really just gives you more pieces of the puzzle. And I, I really, really and enjoy. We find it. out that that Layla and Mark are married. It's very important information because we knew they had some kind of relationship. We just we didn't know they were. They were married, getting divorced, possibly. Exactly. Oh, so I feel like we are getting into spoilers here. So <laughs> sorry. Everyone. Yeah. So anyway, and I do apologize. We kind of got a little bit of our head of ourselves this week, and I do apologize for that. But that is your first spoiler warning for Moon Knight Episode 2 again. That is your second spoiler warning for Moon Knight Episode 2. So if you haven't seen it, turn back now um, again apologize for that we were just kind of we're excited to talk about it and we kind of um you know lost our our train of thought there so spoilers from from here on out so yes we do learn that um we do learn that layla and um well not steven grant but mark specter are married and it it creates this huge confusion because you know you see layla trying to reason with mark and Mark's saying, Hey, I'm not Mark. This is my, like, my name is Steven. And you know, he, he has a funny accent, you know, and, but with her, if I felt like with Layla's accent, it was kind of going all over the place there for a little bit. If you didn't notice, I didn't think she had one. And the, like, for, I would say like for about 80%, she didn't have one, but there were certain parts where it kind of slipped into like a British thing. 
I feel like. And then it kind of just like came out. There was there was like like there's like a specific like two or three lines that she said where like it sounded like half like American English and then half like British uh, English, like true English. Um, but that was just the only small thing that I noticed, especially on my second um, on my second watches, because I mean, you know, you, we don't really know where Layla's from. Is she, is she from the UK? Is she from America? Is she from, from somewhere else uh, in between? So overall, I really, really enjoyed the uh, <laughs> the mystery, the, the banter between them. And of course, you know, Stephen Grant, like, oh, like I, I, would, I would never divorce you. I was like, oh, Stephen. <laughs> He's he's so down in the dumps and just wants to live his life. And it, we also hear a little bit more about his mom as well. Um, we don't know if she's real or not, um, especially with like Devin mentioned earlier with everything that's going on. So it's it is it's a doozy for sure. <laughs> there, there might be a third identity too because somebody had a date planned, and it definitely wasn't Stephen. He's not pulling anybody. <laughs> Mark's married, so unless he's being deceitful. Yeah, I, I don't know. It it really seems like it's it's switching between different personalities. Which is real. What I really like, and I I really enjoy the the adaptation that they're going with um, with Moon Knight because you, we we find out that um, Stephen Grant is an Avatar, as we kind of mentioned before, and that uh, with Arthur's uh, Ethan Hawke, Arthur's uh, character. He was the um, he was the avatar before, as Devin mentioned earlier. So it's it, it seems that Arthur is telling the truth, but he has like this weird, like two faced side to him. Like like we said, you know, he, um, you know, Stephen gets kidnapped by his men, and um, Stephen thinks it's the police when it's not, and they're in like this really weird, like revived commune place where apparently there's. You know, no crime. It's like this mini utopia. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely just a big cult. They're watching Animal Planet together, drinking, eating lentil soup from Victor. <laughs> They're just having a good time. I, I love it how Steven eats like, he's like, I eat one bloody steak and everything just, <laughs> everything goes. Yeah, I like that line too. One one bite of steak and, and I'm seeing things and hearing things. Yeah, and it's, it's very funny because, well, I guess since... Even from last week, you had mentioned that you wanted to see more action or you wanted to see the other side of Stephen Grant. So would you say that this episode has delivered on that front? Yeah, we're starting to see Mark take over for sure. Even though even though uh, Stephen's suit was was cool. He did have a good choice there. I believe that is Mr. Knight. Yeah, it's Mr. Knight. Yes. I, I, it was, he was looking very, very sharp. It's it's funny how he has the perfect superhero landing, and then because it's Stephen Grant, he just falls over. <laughs> he literally just, like, waddles. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so funny. So, I wonder, so obviously, it is Conchu, but it seems as if the suit kind of he he has the powers no matter what identity he is. Yeah, it's it's just the form that he takes kind of mimics or resembles the personality of either Steven or Mark. So like it is the suit. It's just, <laughs> I love it how he's like oh, he's like dude, he's like what are you wearing? He's like I think it's pretty cool actually. <laughs> and I love how he got in his like his boxing stance, like old school like come here, come here. <laughs> He, it like it's it's funny because it's like it's finally Steven's time to shine. 
you know, doesn't look like, like a guy who goes to the gym all that much or really like cares about athletics. He's just a scrawny guy who worked at a gift shop. And it's, it, it's literally like a whole new world to him. He's like, Oh my gosh. He's like, I'm so strong now. He's like, Hey, like I can take on this jackal that's been following me. And that's another thing I wanted to actually mention. I, I like the use of how, you know, it's, it's as if this is like an invisible threat. We, we see, you know, the, 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 uh, the scramble between uh, Layla, Stephen, um, Arthur, and you know the rest of the commune, and Layla is not able to see the jackal, and how Stephen kind of breaks down in front of Layla, saying, you know, like Layla wants him to summon the suit, and he can't do it, and he's just he's he's literally just a guy who <laughs> I feel so bad for him, I really really do, because he gets mixed up in all this. He didn't ask for any of this. He just wants to live his life. He just wants to be a tour guide at the museum, y'all. Okay, like that, that's all he wants. And now he's fired. Yeah. Oh man, I man, oh man. Well, I mean, he did destroy bathroom. <laughs> this he, is true. So it is. Uh, it is a. Uh, it's 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 one for the ages for sure. But I wanted to pass it back over to Devin. Uh, was there any other? Uh, let's actually get into final thoughts and our uh, ratings here. So um, I'll pass it over to Devin so we can give his final thoughts, his rating, and, and if there's anything else you wanted to uh, touch on that we haven't been able to yet. Yeah, we're getting some great character development, some great world building. The first these first two episodes, obviously, the first one being all about Stephen Grant, and then this one is diving more into Mark Spector and his character and what he's all about. Really liking it so far. The action's been great. That shot where he jumps across the the buildings is is just so cool. That was in the that was in one of the teasers, and they kind of use it as like the Disney Plus logo. They really always find a way to use that plus <laughs> every single time. That one was very effective. Yeah, but yeah, and then to see him just destroy that that creature on the on that statue, just dead, just finished. Yeah, it's been great to see, and I'm looking forward to more. I'd I'd give this one a solid like like 90. Not not really any issues with it. Um, Country's voice is a is a bit strange for me personally, um, but other than that, yeah, yeah, just a strong start. Yeah, I think for Country's voice, it it reminds me a little bit of um, it does remind me of Venom. I would say more so of Bane. And I'm like, he talks like this. He's like, what are you doing, Mark? And I'm like, oh, he has that, you know, that echoness to him. Uh, looks crazy as as uh, as all his, his design is so cool. Yeah, I, I really like that. And you, we kind of find out, you know, he's an outcast from the other gods. Um, I'm I'm really. Like it's it's nice to kind of just watch this and not like you know try to look into it too much and just enjoy for what it is for like a second viewing and we also learn you know um, Mark may not be the person he says he is because you know Stephen finds all the money the gun and the scarab which is supposed to be resurrecting a new god uh, the alligator god um, I started with an A I do apologize I'm blanking on the name Amit Amit yeah. Um, so she, which is weird because we kind of get into a little bit of a uh, philosophical part where, you know, Amit, she judges people for what they will do and then kills them before it happens. So I was like, oh, that's yeah, very, very interesting. And of course, um, with Mark killing, uh, what he did to like the archaeologist team and whatnot, 
that was uh you know we don't see anything but it's it, it is implied so that 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 may uh lead somewhere down the line as well so definitely uh for me i would probably be on the same part as you like this is a solid 90 like a really really a really great expedition episode without taking half of the episode to explore uh, exploring explain what's going on so there's always that but i actually noticed since we are only getting six episodes again this ends on star wars day may 4th <laughs> interesting which is weird because we have the um do, do you know why they moved um kenobi back because that whole like may going into june is crazy <laughs> i just think they didn't want them on the same day which is strange well because they had it they had obi-wan on the 20th anniversary of the first star wars film but that's not may 4th um, it is on May, May 27th. Yeah. The 27th. And so they pushed it back. I think, I don't know. It's, it's strange anyway. But yeah, I just, I just thought it was kind of strange that this is ending on star Wars day. I feel like they, they probably could have bumped this up and started this a week earlier in March, but just to kind of have let star Wars have its day too. But I mean, it is what it is. I mean, not complaining because you know, it, it is what it is yet there, but yeah. So 90 for me for sure. So um, yeah, like I said, I, I really love this series so far. It's quickly becoming one of my favorites. You know, it, it is definitely something that is um, it's, I, I love how it's love how contained it is. And I, I really hope that, I mean, Oscar Isaac isn't technically going to. Uh, I don't think he has a uh, contract for like a season two that we know of, or just no. part of the MCU. So it might just be a one off. I, I I don't I don't really know, but we'll just have to see. Midnight Suns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we know when when this takes place? Is this like in the MCU timeline? I think they said something about it, but I can't remember. They said something about um, Hawkeye, I think. I think it takes place after Hawkeye. Yeah. I think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Which actually makes more sense. So it's 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 kind of like Spider-Man. It's like the reset <laughs> in a way, but we might be getting another reset here pretty soon with Multiverse of Madness. But that pretty much concludes our episode here of Moon Knight episode two, again, titled summon the suits so i just want to thank devin as always for coming on wonderful wonderful co-hosts and for everyone out there who might be wondering what's coming up on the show we have so much going on your head's gonna pop we have our sonic the hedgehog 2 episode that will be dropping on monday april april 11th i was close and we're going to be reviewing everything, everywhere, all at once. I believe we're going to try to do it. We're probably just going to release a double feature, to be honest, on that Monday. Um, because uh, that is a that is a movie. I mean, I've, I've, I've seen everything, everywhere, all at once. And I love it. And I'm going to go see it again. It is wild. <laughs> That's all I have to say. I think you're going to like it a lot, Devin. Like this, it's it's good stuff. I, I, I don't want to overhype it too much, so I'm just going to leave it as is. So we have our Song of the Hedgehog 2 review and our Everything Everywhere All at Once review dropping on Monday, April 11th. And, um, of course, you know, we're going to be back next week talking about some more Moon Knight Episode 3. Um, I also believe that we're going to be um, releasing our Hunger Games franchise revisited uh, Mockingjay Part 2 review um, 
maybe next week or the week after we might have to release it just depending there is so much stuff going on uh devin's been pulling my leg to go see ambulance so <laughs> if we can fit it in maybe <laughs> devin doesn't want to see it's because devin doesn't want to see fantastic beasts i'm already gonna go see it regardless like i don't need to review it actually i'm reviewing it for the uh in session film um, website so there's that but other than that when does Northman no Northman comes out the week after that's right so is that something you want to cover possibly <laughs> if we have time for ambulance we can squeeze it in I promise <laughs> it just depends or we could just I don't know we'll see anyway that pretty much concludes our episode here on the film optics podcast again if there's anything you should be doing right now is sharing an episode of our podcast with a friend whether it be your mother your brother your lover whoever it may be make sure to share an episode of the film optics podcast with a movie lover in need so that pretty much concludes everything today we hope you guys have a great rest to your week and an amazing weekend. So that is a wrap for today, everyone. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian. We'll see you guys in Egypt. 